0: And what, he, what he's doing here is that he's allowing for the work of the Holy Spirit to touch even the youngest of generations here at Kingsway Church. So what that lets me know is that for the youngest generation to the older generation, God is moving through every single one of them. That's good, that's good news for you tonight. Because that means that it may, be, it may have been too late for you at one point. But it's not too late now. You may you may not be on the track you want to be on but you can be on that track. Let me ask you let me ask you a quick a quick question tonight for all of you who's ever felt like their life was put in the fire before? You felt like you were put you were put you were put to the test. Come on, I'm asking you a serious question. Have you been put to the fire before? Where you feel like you feel like things don't just don't feel right around you. You feel like things ju- just aren't going the way that they're supposed to, and you're thinking, "God, why am I standing in the fire right now?" Well, friend, let me encourage you with this: that with God, He will fight fire with fire. What is the kind of fire that we're talking about? We're talking about the fire of the Holy Spirit, living and burning inside of your heart. Is there any spirit-filled believers in the house tonight? For just a moment, for just a moment, I'm not going to come. God didn't come here tonight with the question of can you stand in the fire? God is coming to tell you tonight how you can stand in the fire. Many years ago, there were three young men who lived very righteous lives. Like they were three of the best men out there in the land. Well, guess what, guys? Things didn't go so well for them. Have any one of you things just didn't go so well for me from time to time? It's right, isn't it? They encountered evil. We encounter evil in our own lives in many, in many different ways. And there are many different aspects the enemy tries to throw into your face to try to make you go back to the life he used to beat you in. But friend... Like we said, God didn't come tonight with the question saying, "Can you stand the fire? God is saying, how you can stand in the fire. This is God telling you, I know what I can do in you. The better question is, can you believe me for the impossible in your life? Can you believe me that I will even in the fire, I will still stand there with you? Can you believe that whenever things are getting a little bit hot, things are still getting a little bit hot in your heart. God can still speak to you whenever you are in the hardest of situations. And you may not even realize it, but sometimes a miracle is in the fire. Daniel chapter three verse verse fifteen through eighteen. I'm just going to read it read it read it read it very quickly. I want you to ima- imagine the mind this type of mindset. I want you to adopt it as your own. Whenever the enemy tries to confront you, I'm going to start. I'm going to start here in verse in verse fifteen. It's, uh, it's coming from the king. It says now if you are ready at the moment you hear the sound of the horn, the flute, the lyre, the trigon, the psaltery, the bagpipe, and all kinds of music to fall down and worship the image that I have made. Very well, but if you do not worship, you will immediately be cast into the midst of a furnace of blazing fire. And what God is there who can deliver you out of my hands? Have you ever heard the enemy try to mock you that way? Whenever you're in the hardest of life situations, and he says, What God can deliver you out of this type of situation? Well, let's see what Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said. They said, "Oh Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to give you an answer concerning this matter. If it be so, our God whom we serve is able to deliver us from the furnace of blazing fire and he will deliver us out of your hand, O king. But even if he does not, let it be known to you, O king, that we are not going to serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. Is there any bold believers tonight that would be willing to stand in front of the face of the devil and say, I'm not going to worship what you put in front of me. I'm not going to back down just because you're in my face. I'm going to go face first because God has not put in me a spirit of fear, but has put in me a spirit of strength. You're not strong on your your own strength, friend, but you are strong with the strength that God has given you. Very quickly, if you're going to stand in the fire, first thing, you need to stand convinced. Convinced of what? I want you to say this with me. Say it with me. No threats. No consequences. No punishment. The reason why you, the reason why you're, I'm having you repeat that is because threats, consequences, and punishments are three types of things the enemy tries to do to pull you back. Threat th- threat of what you may ask? Oh, if you give that offering, you're gonna be you're gonna be a little broke next week. That's the kind of that, those are mild kind of threats the enemy tries to put into your mindset. Oh, uh, I wouldn't do that if I were you because then it might actually do something. Whenever the enemy tries to put into your mindset, there's someone you say I feel like I should go pray for them. No, if you know if you go pray for them, they might they might actually get saved and then they're gonna be they're gonna be with you all the time. Yada yada. Yeah, they're going to be a church all the time. Yada, yada, yada. These are the kind of things he does. Why? Because he does not want you to grow. Consequences. Friend, you had a pretty bad past, didn't you? You really think that just because you said, oh, Jesus saved me, that all of this is going to go away. These are the kind of things he's trying to put into your mind. Friend, let me reassure you what the word of God says whenever it comes to the enemy. That no weapon formed against you shall prosper. That's good news for you. That means that no matter what kind of consequence the past may have, no matter what kind of threat the enemy has or whatever kind of punishment he thinks that is built upon your life, it is not going to hold you down. These three men, they were fully convinced of the promises of God, and in their obedience to him, they still continued their faithfulness, even in the hardest of struggle. They knew that even unto death, we will serve God. I want, you, I want you to realize this, that, he, that God can rescue the, wor- the person from the worst kind of illness. God can rescue the person from the, worst, from, the, from the worst kind of poverty. God ultimately can rescue you. Even if he doesn't, you will not bow down. Even if he doesn't heal me, I will not, I will, I will not back down because even in the midst of everything that's happening in the world, he is still faithful to me. Even if he doesn't, I'm still standing convinced of this, that his promises are forever. In all seasons. Second thing, very quickly, standing under pressure. And you might think that sometimes just because you're standing and you're convinced that it would cause a breakthrough. Sometimes it does not, does it? You have to keep what? Pushing. Pushing. You have to keep believing because it's going to be put under pressure. In the good seasons and in the bad seasons, you're still put underneath the pressure. Here comes the question, will you stand under pressure? Will you still, will you still believe that even in the precious times, God is still going to lift the weight off of your shoulder? Things may be heating up in your life. Divorce, hate, sickness, Anger, you may have taken a stand for God, but things just got worse. You found yourself staring into the fire, and it was a fire like you may have never seen. And you thought God would save you immediately from the fire, well, for, and, it may, and it remains in your life. But, but don't despair. Why? Because when the devil turns up the heat, God does too. How many of you want that burning fire in your heart? To be able to overcome overcome the devil, the next thing, you need to stand with promise. What kind of promise? Isaiah 43, verse 1, it says this, God saying this, Fear not, I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. Whether you are walking through the fire or sickness or anger, or find out you ruined, you shall not be burned. Daniel chapter 3, verse 22, as they're getting ready to stand into the fire, it says, because for this reason, that they didn't bow down, the king's command was urgent that the furnace had been made extremely hot. The flame of the fire slew the men who carried out Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. In fact, it was so hot, the furnace was so hot, the guards who were standing next to it were burned, but who was still remaining there? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God wasn't through with the work standing with them. You, are, you may be expecting the miracle outside the fire. And you thought God would save you from those things before you went through. But for you, the miracle is possibly in the fire you're in. Next thing, stand behind protection. Whenever Nebuchadnezzar threw Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the fire, their chains broke. Their chains broke. Look at this. Look look at what's happening in verse 24. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astounded and stood up in haste, and he said to his high officials, look at this part, y'all. Was it not three men we cast bound into the midst of the fire? They replied to the king, certainly, O king. Verse 25, that's the part I want you to pay attention to throughout the entire message. He said, look, I see four men. Loosed and walking about in the midst of the fire without harm. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. Stand up for a moment. Everybody, please. Georgie, Javi, BJ, come stand right here. Face them. Here's what I want you to imagine. Imagine. I want you all to imagine your hands are bound like this. This is how Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego entered the furnace. Just three of them bound. Remember, the furnace was so hot around them that the guards that were just opening the furnace, they died because of how hot it was. First friend, let let me say this to you. If you're in a fire right now, you need some spirit-filled believers to stand around you too. Because y'all need to believe together. We need to believe together. So these three men believed together. And they went into the fire. I imagine they went in with the biggest smile. Give them the biggest smile you got, y'all. They went in with the biggest smile because they knew that even if they go into the fire and they lose their life, God was going to reward them. So even if you go into the fire, don't go in like, No, go in like, Come on, devil, let's go. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. They were ready for this. So they go into the fire, and the guards are go- and the king looks into the furnace, he's like, wait a minute. I think I see something. Georgia, come here. He sent the King Nebuchadnezzar sent three men into the furnace. Stand next to them. And then whenever they look in, out of nowhere. They're like, wait a minute, weren't they bound when we put them in there? Friend, let me ask you a question. Were you bound when you, when, when you stepped into the fire? Did the past try to hold you down? Did your past mistakes try to break you? Did it try to burn you? But then King Nebuchadnezzar looks in and he says, wait a minute, y'all. There's four men in the furnace. What does that mean? And he said, the fourth man had the face of the gods. Friend, let me encourage you. Jesus stepped into the furnace. This is good news, because if you're in the furnace right now, you're not alone. They weren't alone in there. There was a fourth man in there. And even the unbeliever that Nebuchadnezzar was would stand and say, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Make the people who are laughing at your face turn around and say, Blessed be the God of whoever they're serving, because he's real. Whatever happened to them, it ain't happening no more. Whatever tried to break him, it ain't breaking him no more. So the so these men, they walked right out completely unharmed, and not only that, they didn't even smell like smoke. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You can go. Last thing, and this is where, and this is where it's between you and God now. They stood with promotion after that. God promoted them for their faith. Friend, if you've noticed, there was a group of young people behind you who God's already promoting because of their faith. If you want that kind of promotion, it's between you and God now. God's saying, I will reward you for the faith that you have in me. It's not something that's done in vain. It's not something that's done for nothing, but it's something that's done for everything God could ever give you. If you want God to be pleased, he's pleased with your faith. These young men... He was pleased in them so much, he allowed for them to walk right out of the fire, and they were a living testimony of what God did in their life. And I'm looking at some of you, and y'all are living testimonies that God has not finished the work in your life. You may have thought it was going to end. You may have thought that the world was going to collapse around you and that you were going to be in that, in that house fire forever. Oh, friend, you're not going to be in the fire forever. God's planning your grand restoration at this very moment. You may say, Brother Jake, I don't, even know, I don't even know how to get out of the fire I'm in. Well, friend, all you got to do is talk to God. The all-accessible God wants to hear you tonight. He's not an angry God. He's not, he's not separated from you anymore. Jesus Christ already took care of that. What he wants you to do, he wants to hear you. He wants you to lay aside your problem at his feet. So if I'm talking to anyone that may, be, that may be in a fire tonight, I don't even want you to even doubt coming to this altar. You need to, you, you need to get up here and you, you need to lay it down because you don't want to leave with it. You don't have to, you, you don't have to leave still, still being in the fire, but you can come right here and feel the presence of the fourth man that is Jesus Christ. If that's you, come on up to this altar. Everyone that feels like you're in a fire, come on up to the front. Don't even hesitate. God's ready. There's victory in the house tonight. I said there's victory in the house tonight.